0: Alien abductees or those who claim to have seen a UFO or alien phenomena, what is your story? Before I tell my story I'd like to say that I'm a complete skeptic and question anything and everything supernatural. I think extraordinary claims should always require extraordinary evidence. Even to this day, I will never be able to empirically prove what I experienced. I am currently 26 years old, this happened on June 16, 2007. I remember it vividly. It was immediately embedded into my long-term memory when it all happened. In psychology I believe they refer to these events as a flashbulb memories. Anyways, I was living in my parents' home at the time. It was a pretty stormy night, the wind was gusting slightly more than usual, rain was coming down violently, your typical crackles of thunder-slash-lightning. I was playing World of Warcraft at the time, enjoying the idea that I had a legitimate excuse not to go out and do anything. I was about to finish one of the longest chain quests in the game and boom the internet goes out. I try for about 30 anxious minutes to get the internet to work, and you guessed it, nothing. I head to my room, frustrated. Here I am home alone, no internet and irritated as hell. My parents at the time were out at a work-related event. I remember laying on my bed just staring at the ceiling, turned my head to look at my old retro alarm clock, it read 6 18 PM. Knock knock knock. I immediately sprung up eyes wide open, startled as hell. I crawl to my window that faces the front door, and knock 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 again. I peek outside my window to see 3 tall men literally dressed in your typical FBI looking black suits. One had what looked to be a folder slash file or something, another had a what I have now identified as a Geiger counter, the other one was beating my door with his huge fist. I head to the door not really thinking much of it, I honestly thought they were church people just soliciting their beliefs. I open the door, the one man nearest the door that was knocking greets me in a very monotone voice, pulls out a badge and says him and his colleagues need to check the water source from the house's facets. I ask them a bunch of questions. It turns out that they were in fact the FBI and someone had allegedly tried to poison the city water. I called my parents to let them know what was going on, they okayed the situation. The guys in the suits didn't even check the water in my house, they had some other group of government guys show up and check. I tried to ask if there was a motive or if it was terrorist, whatever it might be. They simply said they couldn't talk about it in detail. Out of effing nowhere all the lights in the house go out, it's pitch black, the guys in suits tell everyone to stay calm, they think it's just a power outage. The guys taking water samples turn on their flashlights. As one of the flashlights flashes over the tallest of the suited men, I see a reflection from his face, like there was metal under his face. The guy with the flashlight quickly directs the light somewhere else. A moment later the guy with the flashlight says, sir, it has begun. The suited guy with the Geiger counter turns it on. The thing just starts going haywire. Not even three seconds later, it felt as if I was being pulled into a million different directions, I could not see anything at first, just excruciating pain. I thought I was in the process of being disintegrated alive. Out of nowhere, I see nothing but white. I literally thought I was in what religious people call heaven. A man appears to me and smiles, swings his arm in an inviting slash gesture way as if I were entering a ballroom dance or party. I try to walk but nothing, then white room gets sucked into itself and I see my life flash before my eyes. I see everything, Disneyland at 5, my first kiss at 15, watch 9-11 happen on TV with mom and dad, everything. I see earth suspended in space, I am watching earth from above and I fall. I am falling, heart racing, numbness, disbelief. I see the ground getting closer and closer, I know this is it and I know I will die. Before I hit the ground I hear the monotone voice of the suited man say in my head. Do not, static and white noise, no matter what. I woke up in my bed with a cold sweat and a panic, I freaked the hell out and ran downstairs to find my parents cooking dinner. I run back upstairs and see the time is 6.22 pm. I was relieved to find out it was a dream. But, it gets creepy. I go back downstairs and ask my parents when they got home. They told me they'd been home as it was their day off. I asked how their company event went, and they said it was last week. I asked them what time I feel asleep. They told me, they didn't know I was sleeping. I go to my computer and find that my World of Warcraft account was logged in and where I left off before the internet went down. I check my computer for the date, and it was the 23rd. I have literally no memory of a full week. I try to recall what had happened in my dream, it was a blur. I go back upstairs and see that it looked like someone went through my closet. I search around and freak the F out. The exact same Geiger counter the alleged FBI agent was holding was in my closet. I have never told anyone about this till now. I still have the Geiger counter and don't know what to do with it. I can post a pic of it if someone wants but, I don't really want it for my own protection. I will though as I know this sounds crazy. I've since spent the last decade trying to put the pieces together. I just live day by day as an ordinary person, hoping they don't return. I've never seen a UFO, but I've experienced what most people call grays. For the entirety of my 34 years. They, or perhaps a small group of them, have been interested in me for reasons beyond my comprehension. I can't say for certain if what I've experienced is real but the fact that the fear is so strong makes it very hard to ignore. They show up. They look. And they look so deep into you, the fear and helplessness is like nothing you will ever experience in waking life. The very life within you shrinks and shakes and they keep looking. Sometimes inches from your face. It is pure fear. And when you wake it is like you have been born again. Sure. It could be night terrors. But night terrors don't leave doors open, TVs on, and your pets terrified under furniture. Let me preface this by stating that almost all of the encounters that I have witnessed have been with at least one other individual. The first two encounters happened on two consecutive days in 1997, and the numerous other encounters happened over the span of 90 days a year and a half ago. I do not recall being abducted. I have filed reports with the incredibly incompetent MUFON. Back in 97, my buddy and I had just finished up our shift at a pizza joint. It was after 11 PM. We were out and wanted to get stoned. We were completely sober. Anyway, we drove out into a cornfield in the off year so it was full of rye. We were about a half mile off the road, it was pitch black and because of our vantage point, I could see headlights in any direction for a good mile. We were way out in the country, so no worries. My buddy starts breaking up the weed when I notice what I believe to be truck headlights shine directly from behind, take a hard left, and disappear. My buddy didn't seem to notice but I became frantic. I thought it was the cops. My friend thinks I am messing with him and continues breaking up some really terrible brick weed. I recall looking at the stars, and one star in particular grabbed my attention. I can't tell you why, but it looked like your average star. Within 30 seconds this star starts moving up and down side to side, and in circles. I yelled in a panic, what the hell is that? My buddy gives a dismissive sigh, and then he looks where I am pointing. For 5 minutes the UFO continues to move in very fluid movements, making impossible maneuvers, and do so in complete silence. Without notice, this one object becomes 5 equally impressive star-like objects. They stayed close together. At times they moved in some kind of formation, and other times they seemed to move independently. Just as quick as the five came, they fused back together as one. We were in shock but we didn't feel like we were in harm's way. We were recapping what we witnessed, but that single UFO was still there. It wasn't moving too much. We thought things were coming to a close, but we were wrong. This time the one object turned into at least seven objects. The way they moved and jerked around felt aggressive to me. My friend must have felt the same way because he said he was starting to get nervous. I told him we should go. I embarrassingly confess that I knew it was there for us, and I became fearful. We rush out of there and this thing follows us to the outskirt of town. This is the craziest UFO phenomena true story, and it came from my dad. 1960s in Ethiopia, my dad is just a child, 9 years old, at the time playing with his best friend Gabriel after school. They were playing in the fenced backyard of my dad's house. My dad turns his back for a second then turns to look back at his friend and Gabriel is gone. It's important to note that my dad and Gabriel were from the top 1% of Ethiopia's ruling elite, my dad's father was Minister of Interior of Ethiopia and Gabriel's father was a four star general of Ethiopia. The backyard Gabriel disappeared from had 10-foot bricked walls with armed guards patrolling on the outside. A couple of hours pass, his parents my dad's parents and guards are searching, but no Gabriel, 48 hours pass, now there is a nationwide search for this important general's kid, it's on the news, police are searching door to door describing him and what he was wearing when he disappeared. He was wearing his private school uniform, white shirt, brown pants. Helicopters even searched the countryside looking for him, still nothing. A month passes, then two, then four, people start losing hope that he would ever be found and think the worst. Exactly six months to the day he disappeared. Gabriel appears back in my dad's backyard. He was wearing the same white shirt private school uniform, and it was still clean, he looked exactly the same as when he disappeared. This is where it starts to get weird, once they confirmed he was okay, they started asking where he had been. He said couple of nice men took him on a trip, he was in a white room that glowed and other children were there from different countries, he said he was surprised that the nice men who looked like white guys could speak Ethiopian and he could understand what the other children were saying even though they were not Ethiopian. The white glowing room had no windows and the doors disappeared into the walls, there were buttons on the walls, and if a kid pushed them a bed would come out of the wall. He said he was then all of a sudden in a city that was glowing, clean, and cars were flying around him. He said there were people there but they looked strange, like us but different. One nice man was still with him and took him to a tall building, where he said he had to stay there for a while but showed him a room that he could use for entertainment. Gabriel said he could push a button and the room itself goes places, an open field, the beach, the room itself even flies. He said after a couple of hours he was taken back to Ethiopia and and appeared in the backyard, he thought he was only gone a couple hours total. No one believed him, and Ethiopia being a super religious country, most adults around him thought he got possessed by the devil, Gabriel even was forced to see a priest to get the evil spirits out of him. My dad still kept in contact with him throughout their lives, Gabriel got a doctorate in physics and I believe works Holland still. This event occurred in 2011 and has haunted me every day since. I work in networking and all of hours are late. I usually get off around 2 a.m. and then I am up for a few hours before I go to bed. This evening I got off work and it was raining really bad on my way home. When I got home, by chance, the clouds broke and I stepped outside to have a quick smoke. One of my buddies called me and we were chatting about work. It was still not raining and there were low-lying clouds. There are orange street lights in Allen, and they were reflecting off the bottom of the clouds creating an artificial light. There was a pretty good breeze whipping around, but no rain. I was facing the west and I looked to my right, and I see a black cube moving out of the north and traveling south at about 60-80 to 80 miles per hour. It was moving with a corner forward. This thing was huge. I was astonished to the core of my soul. I sat speechless for a few seconds knowing that I was seeing something amazing. It was 80 to 100 feet tall. It was a black cube in shape and looked like a rough stone surface. On the side of the cube was a border and within the border was a circular symbol, if that's what it even was. It looked like if you were to draw a circular maze. It was disturbing the air behind it and created a vaporous trail spinning behind it, and then disappearing there was absolutely no sound. None. If you know Dallas, it was traveling in the direction of southbound 75 Central Expressway towards downtown. I told my buddy what I had seen, and he lives a few miles south. I fumbled over my words telling him and asked him to go outside to see if he could see it. He went out to the middle of his street and looked in the direction that it was coming from. After about 5 minutes it started to rain again. He stood out in the rain for another 15 minutes but never saw it good friend lol. Anyways, no one can ever tell me that I didn't see what I saw that night. I have been ridiculed and laughed at, but I know what I saw. It is almost a relief at this point to know that they are really here. I have been a long time lurker and I had to get this off of my chest. I have been searching black cube UFO for years now, every single day. I cannot stop thinking about it. I was driving east down a highway in central PA. Last Halloween me and my friends were on a dock about to light off some fireworks. We had all just arrived and were still just shooting the crap to see if anyone else would show up. Myself and my buddy were looking up at the stars when right above a hill behind our town we seen a light and it looked really odd. It was sort of bluish gray in color, but what was interesting was it had a metallic rainbow colored halo around it in the shape of a magnetic field, like how you see the magnetic field of the earth, it was just hovering there at first, but then it slowly moved in a sort of wavy motion from east to west and then when it got to the edge of the hill it hovered for a minute longer and then shot straight up into the sky it wasn't very high in the sky maybe 1000 to 2000 feet in the air i will never forget the color of that magnetic rainbow force field looking thing it was 1996 97 it was around 11:30 so not much traffic i noticed something off to my left in the sky There were five orange balls of light flying in a sort of diamond formation at maybe 5,000 feet, this is my best guess. It looked so weird I pulled over. They didn't appear to be going real fast but you could tell they were moving. Suddenly, they broke formation and started to zigzag all over the sky. After about 10 seconds of this they shot straight up in the sky, and were gone in an instant. Dumbfounded, I looked around for a minute and saw a guy standing across the road next to his car looking up at the sky. I called out to him saying, did you see that? What do you think? He said. Probably thinking the same as you, I said. Well that was cool, he said, and got into his car and left. Not sure what it was but I know I wasn't the only one who saw it that night. 1994, late August, twilight. I and four friends were up in Westwood Hills, a public park on the west side of the Napa Valley above the town of napa california we were all sober looking east out over the valley the sun had just set a huge bright green fireball approximately 20 to 30 miles away to the east came down on a sloping trajectory at about 30 degrees passing behind the east hills on the other side of the valley before it landed it looked like it was at least as big as a football field it was not moving fast like a meteor or shooting star rather at about the speed of a prop plane It definitely appeared to be on fire. There was no sound when it landed that we could hear, but there was a visible green flash that we could see against the mountain sides. From what we could tell, it landed a bit northwest of the town of Fairfield, California. We all saw it and were all amazed at the color and size, and that it had been moving so slowly, we watched it for about two minutes before it landed. Nothing more happened. Nothing was reported in the papers that we could find, and after talking about it for the rest of the summer, we pretty much went on about our lives. Then, I happened across this news story about 10 years later, crop circles started appearing in Fairfield. Mine happened in the early 2000s. I was around 16. Me, my brother, my friend, and friend's father were catfishing on Lake Okeechobee in Florida. The father had a large pontoon houseboat, so we stayed out there all night. Anyways, the father had went to bed, And at about 2 AM I decided I was going to bed. I laid down for about 5 minutes when my brother and friend came into the cabin and told me to wake up. I wasn't asleep yet so I just got up. We walk out on deck and they both just point out west in the sky. There was this orangish-slash-blue ball kinda floating but moving side to side a bit. We just stared at it for a few minutes. As we kept watching it would change color. It changed from orange to bluish to greenish and back. There was no pattern. It also moved different directions. Finally, after a few minutes it just zoomed and was gone. We weren't drinking or doing drugs, but we all saw it. Kind of freaked us out but it was pretty cool. I have no idea what it was but it was very strange. It wasn't a helicopter or plane, I do know that. Holy effing crap I saw the same thing. Lake Okeechobee with my dad camping with some friends of his. I woke up at 2 AM and noticed everyone was looking up, we all saw the weird blue light too. It was around the same time period too. I'm not even joking, I've told so many of my friends of this experience. So crazy to see someone else seeing the same thing. When I was around seven years old, I was raised primarily at the time by my grandparents who lived in a rural county in East Texas. I'll never forget one day when we had a most unusual man come by the house one afternoon unexpectedly. I remember there being a knock at the door as I was playing in the living room at the time, and called up to announce to my grandparents someone was at the door. My grandmother took a quick peek out the front window before answering the door, and I remember glimpsing at a very dark colored or black sedan, unsure of the type, parked outside. Thinking back I find it odd at the time I couldn't recall hearing it pull up as I had been playing near that window for some time. My grandmother answered the door and to the best of my recollection the man revealed himself to be some sort of door-to-door salesman. My grandmother invited him in and called for my grandfather. I never in my life had seen a man so pale, he was dressed in essentially all black, or very dark blue, suit, with matching hat and initially large sunglasses which initially made me wonder if he wasn't blind, they reminded me of that type, and one of the saddest excuses for toupee I've yet to bear witness to. I was totally transfixed on the man and couldn't get over the stark contrast of his pale skin to his seemingly drawn on with lipstick this pinkish lips. My fixation became apparent and my grandmother shooed me into a back room as to leave the men to talk so to speak uninterrupted. Throughout the visit I kept trying to sneak peeks at the man, and commented to my grandmother whether or not she thought he was sick as he was so pale and thin. Eventually, I suppose he finished his pitch and eventually made his way quite slowly for an exit. I recall as he was leaving, he seemingly thanked both my grandparents. I couldn't make out everything that was said but I recall he did something more odd than his appearance. He seemed to pass his hands in front of both of my grandparents' faces and said something to both, but all I could make out was the word forget, and soon was on his way. My grandparents seemed to be momentarily in a dull fog after closing the door, and quietly pulling off, never saw him drive off, I immediately asked them who was that man and they looked at each other and said, what man? Now, as you can understand all three of us were quite baffled, them as having no recollection of a visitor, and me having no rational explanation as how in the hell they couldn't remember that freaking wackadoo looking salesman. I went on for weeks asking them who the man was, and trying to jog their memory, and as always they said there was no one. They even went as far as to say I was mixing up another business acquaintance of my grandfather, and had him drop by one day, but I assured them there was no way I could confuse the two. As the man in question was paler than Gollum in the Lord of the Rings trilogy and their friend was nothing of the sort. I had almost forgot about the incident entirely until watching a show on sci-fi related to a man in black theme and it came back to me. As recent as a year ago, I tried to bring it up again when I was home visiting and my grandfather didn't remember a thing, while my grandmother again didn't recall the strange man but vividly remembers me asking for weeks on end about a strange man neither of them ever remembered setting foot in the house. This happened back in the mid 80s and I'm in my early 30s now looking back, and a lot of the details aren't as crisp, but I know what I saw. I have one. I don't know where I stand on the whole ET UFO controversy, but I can vividly recall an experience from my childhood that I've never forgotten and can't explain. I was maybe 10 or 11 years old. I distinctly remember it because it caused in me a sense of terror more pure than any I had or have felt since. My parents' house is out in the country and my old bedroom is on the second floor, with two windows facing north and west respectively. My bed was up against the west wall just beneath the window. My dog Henry was sleeping with me that night. I woke up to the sound of Henry barking and found my room bathed in light from the window above my bed. I can vividly recall Henry silhouetted, staring into the light, barking her brains out. I jerked up and looked out, but there was only light. A crackly, humming, droning sound filled the air. I was disoriented and terrified both for myself and for my dog, but all I could do was pull my blankets over my head and curl into a ball. I was sure Henry was going to die. I remember feeling sorry that I was too frightened to help. In my head the clear thought, I don't want to die, repeated over and over, and I was aware that it was the first time in my life that I had ever really not wanted to die, like it was the first time I'd ever genuinely felt that I was going to die. The experience ends there. I woke up the next morning with Henry in my bed. I immediately went to my parents' room and woke them up to ask if they'd seen the light or heard Henry barking, but they hadn't. I wondered if I'd dreamt it, but I'd never had a dream so visceral before. All the fear I'd experienced up till that point became a lower classification, now there was fear, and there was real fear. When I first heard about sleep paralysis, my mind immediately went to that night. It had some of the same characteristics, the terror, the vividness, the weird noise, but I wasn't paralyzed. I moved twice once when I sat up and peeked into the light, and again when I pulled my blankets over my head and hid. Probably no one cares but hey. I've got a relatively tame missing journey 1, one night about 10 years ago me and a friend were hanging out with another friend who lived in a nearby village, our plus walk, because we knew the route was dangerous at night we deliberately didn't have anything to drink, so we watched Rocky and ate junk food, and all the other things teenagers do when they aren't drinking and doing drugs and left the house at 1 am. We walked and chatted making our way home until we get to the awkward field we have to cross to get back to our town, about halfway, it's dark and muddy so we stop talking as much and pay more attention to the floor, in no time at all we come to the other end of the field and are pretty much home, so we check the time. 1 25. We'd just done an hour walk in 25 minutes, I can't run that distance in 25 minutes. We'd both check the time when we left our friend's house, and both checked it when we got off the field and it was the middle of August so it wasn't daylight savings. That's the closest I've got, we still occasionally mention it when we see each other.